the Honest to God series with Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very, very welcome. I am Ahanu and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. People are demanding answers. Basically exposing the truth. For us to explore in more detail today. This is the time period of truth being exposed of all the unhealed stuff coming out. So make sure you tune in. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now. You are very welcome. I am Ahanu and today I am blessed to have a good friend Daryl Oaks with me and we're going to be talking about many different things today including leadership and authentic community and we're going to be talking also about how everything is changing and how that change in the world is actually affecting how we do business and how we approach our lives. So there's a whole gamut of things we're going to cover today. Daryl, you're very, very welcome. And people will remember you. that you were actually on our show before Christmas. That's right. And we talked, yeah, at that stage, we had great feedback actually from that show. And indeed, one of the things people were saying about you was that your voice, you've got a real radio <laughs> voice. And, okay. <laughs> and if anything, I would encourage you to do much like what we're doing here today, because your voice is very soothing and very restful and very reassuring for people. So tell me, in what you do for the community, how are things changing for you in general? Well, it seems that my, my life has taken a turn unexpectedly into constant uh, reinvention. So it'd be hard to answer that question other than day to day, which I'm happy to do, because it's delightful. Right. Uh, I've had years of uh, so much change and shifting uh, all aspects of life that I finally had gotten used to the fact right. and change doesn't frighten me anymore. But doesn't it frighten a lot of people though and especially in this period of time that we're in where everything is very volatile and many people are very afraid of the future in, in, all, in all its gamuts. Yes indeed. Yeah. yeah. That uh, fear is, is the uh, ultimate enemy of progress of any kind mm -hmm. because it it causes us to try to run somewhere to get away from it yes. and so we chase the shiny object whatever it may be yeah. a new guru a new book a new program yeah. and we don't take the time to just get acquainted with what's really going on mm. inside at the deeper level would that be you know how in the in the east the the hindus and the Buddhist. The Buddhist traditions and all of those traditions all come back to meditation and in a sense that still point. Do you think that that's still the solution for this fast-changing world we're in now? Some aspect of it, yes. I think that the term meditation has become so ubiquitous. It means so many different things to so many different people. Everybody has the right way to meditate, and there, there just is no the right way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But stillness, quietness, finding a peaceful place from which your uh, inner being, your soul, whatever you want to call it, your spirit, can expand and communicate at a higher level. Right. I think that it is critically important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I know that many things are changing for you on this, the business side of things, but also it's changing 
all over the world uh, in how people do business. And we're seeing that in a lot of the Silicon Valley type of companies where they're profit sharing much more than they used to be. There's a flat uh, management structure instead of the old style hierarchy and lots of things are changing like that. Do you think this is a kind of a spiritual change or do you think it's just that people are being practical and sensible and money is still the same motivator? Well, yes, yes and no. I think that uh, as a motivator, money continues to be a, a strong part of it, but not as much as it used to be. Right. I think that the shifting that is occurring that you're referring to is um, much broader and much deeper than most people even have even stopped to consider. Mm. The, um, the quality of leadership, the concept of leadership is changing dramatically as, of course, everything else in our existence is. Um, I'm reading a delightful book called Thanks for Being Late. We're coming into this game of life so late in the process that we can't even actually anticipate or understand the changes that we've been through in the last 20 years. But, you know, you may have heard me saying this before. I'm always in admiration of older people who have lived through the Second World War, for example, they've seen currency changes, they've seen political changes, seen borders change, they've seen incredible changes in their lives in that period of time. But yet, they still cope perfectly well. You know, they've, they've come through it, they've all managed. Mm-hmm. Some people have been through divorces and religion changes, all sorts of yeah. belief systems have changed for them. But still, they're there, still human, still living, still breathing. Well, you're right, and and I think that, uh, from my perspective, that's encouraging. Right. What's discouraging about it is a whole lot of us are are checking out. We're passing on, and I'm not so sure what the younger generation, the next generation coming up, is doing, because you've got the baby boomers that are maturing, Mm -hmm. and uh, the millennials behind them, and everything's new. Yes, uh, it's there's no level playing field yeah, yeah. in terms of the philosophy of life. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's delightful to find people my own age who are willing to be open and, mm-hmm. and uh, inquisitive and curious and are able to discuss things without having agendas in mind. Yeah, yeah. that is encouraging, and there's more of them. But yeah. in terms of the general population, I'm not sure how many they really are. Right. You know when people in the spiritual movement talk about indigo children, for Mm -hmm. example, and I mean, a lot of adults are indigos, so we want to clear that up because a lot of times people think, oh, they're they're just children, they're newcomers on the scene. They were at one time. At one point in time, indeed. (laughs) But these indigos are here for this time period, supposedly, and... Do you think that they're part of this change, that they're part of that catalyst and that there are others who don't understand what's going on, don't care what's going on and play no part in it? Well, yes and yes. I, I think they, um, they certainly represent an element of um, evolution that's been occurring within our species and it's being evidence most uh, accurately and visibly within the Western uh, civilizations, Europe and America, especially Canada, 
Um, not so much in the third world company countries at all, but uh, every time change occurs, you've got two ends of the stick. You've got those who are early adapters and those who are scared to death. Right. And when you're afraid of something, you want to run. Mm-hmm. Fight or flight, the first choice is flight for most people. Yes. And so when the change becomes intense enough that you begin to worry about what's not going to be there, there our, our, our security is threatened, mm-hmm. uh, our confidence is threatened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the urgency is to run. So we try to find some solution to that lack of security and confidence. And uh, And do you think that there are solutions out there? I mean, I I know, uh, I want to introduce Daryl as somebody who is very close to finding those kinds of solutions, constantly seeking those kinds of solutions, especially when it comes to community and, and authentic leadership and that kind of thing. But we do want to take a very quick little studio break. And when we come back, i really love you to come, in to come in and talk about that kind of thing. I want to talk about what you're doing with leadership and where your ideas are going. Just give us an overview of that. Works yeah? for me. Great. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. This episode is sponsored by Twin Flame Hosting. Twin Flame Hosting has been designing and hosting websites since 1993 and is now a leading provider of internet-based web services to large and small businesses all over the world. We also care for many individuals who depend on our quality, reliability and affordable hosting solutions because we know what professional business people need in a hosting solution. Visit TwinFlameHosting.com Hanu's book, The Reincarnation of Columbus, is his true story of the loss of his first child, his pain and struggle with grief, and the guilt that followed. It forms his entire philosophy of life, and is a superb rendering of the unfolding of spiritual awareness. The Reincarnation of Columbus is a true epic voyage, from the pain and sorrow of a father's grief, to a new world of empowerment, love, and forgiveness. Get your copy on Amazon.com or on Kindle for $2.99 by searching for A-H-O-N-U or visit http colon slash slash thereincarnationofcolumbus.com. That's all one word, thereincarnationofcolumbus.com. Okay, you're welcome back. I am Ahanu and with me is Daryl Oaks. And Daryl, is a good friend of ours who inspires us with his ability to be able to adapt to change and also to constantly be aware of what's going on in terms of consciousness, the shifting that's going on, the moving that's going on, how people are, some people are moving into fear and how some people are actually running away with great success in terms of adapting to this business climate, this new change that's happening in the world. So, Daryl, can you Tell us about what it is that you're aware of in terms of authentic business and leadership. Well, it's a great question, Hanu, and it does um, capture a lot of my intention and passion because uh, there isn't much difference in my mind between authentic community and evolutionary leadership in which 
we're learning new ways of interacting with each other. And so, however you want to label it, a community or a leadership position, you're looking at the same exact dynamics, uh, requirements to keep up, to keep moving forward, to effectively bring change into the world. I think, personally, I believe that we're all here for a reason. And it's not the same reason, but it is the same reason. We're all here to do good for other people. You think that's the ultimate reason, is that what you're saying? I to do. do good for other people. Now, that gets translated okay. and interpreted in as many ways as there are people involved in the conversation. Mm-hmm. See, traditionally, leadership and community were both defined by what we had in common. So we get together because we have common beliefs, common goals, uh, common ethnicities, mm-hmm. whatever the commonalities are. In today's world, that no longer flies. Mm-hmm. We're a global community today. Mm-hmm. Everybody has access to Wiki and to the Internet mm-hmm. and to more information than we can even begin to handle, mm-hmm. to say nothing of what's going around, on around us every day mm-hmm. in the news and, and uh, in our experiences. So, when you look at where leadership has been and how it has been functioning, you look at community and how it has been functioning, there's a lot of similarities. Well, similarities are still going to exist. They're just going to be different similarities. Hmm. So, the basis of community is very simple, and it's the basis of business. Business that is willing to evolve and come into the 21st century you know, we're living in a totally different paradigm. There are no rules anymore. Yes. And everything we thought we knew is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. People don't want to hear that. That's scary. Now, when you say there are no rules anymore, does that mean that we're descending into chaos? Yes, it does. Ah. Okay. In terms of how it appears. Okay. I don't think we've seen anything yet in terms of what will appear to be chaotic. Mm -hmm. Because we've got 14 billion years of history Mm -hmm. we call evolutional history. Now, this is not the uh, Darwinian approach to uh, evolution that we grew up with. I I refer to this as as sacred evolution. It's it's the story of how things happen in the universe. In 14 billion years, we're now capable with... uh, science and intuition and understanding and experience, Mm. we can track those years and we can see the patterns that recur over and over and over. Right. Without exception, when major shift occurs in an evolutionary sense, Mm -hmm. everything appears to be in chaos. Yes, but then there is this adaptation that takes place. Something new shows up. Yes. The newness is never anticipated, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it always brings with it mm-hmm. what no longer functions. It brings aspects of what was there before, yeah. encompassed in the new, yeah. and then moves on. And this yeah. happens over and over and over. Yeah. So the um, what we're going through in our societies and uh, in the world today is not a new process at all. Right, but it's just that we, in our lifetimes, don't remember 
the we last time not. it happened. It we do so not. And very few people actually have an awareness of what that historical sense really mm. is. Right. And, and I think that's important to bring that into the discussion, mm-hmm. whether we're talking politics or religion yeah. or business leadership, is that we are experiencing a dramatic move, a shift mm-hmm. from the way life used to be mm-hmm. into the way life is going to be, and we don't know what that's going to be. We don't know what it's going to look like. No. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have glimpses, we have ideas, opinions, but yes. we really don't know. Now, the early adopters, let's use that term, the early adopters of this this change, do you think that they know what they're doing? Sure they do. Every moment of every day, they think they know. Guess mm. what? They don't. <laughs> okay, okay. We're guessing. Yes. We're experimenting. We're dancing. Okay. Uh, many, many years ago, one of the seminal books that... Uh, helped me to move from my religious background into a broader perspective of life. It's called The Dancing Wu Li Masters. And I heard uh, <laughs> it, it was an awesome book. I'm, I'm trying to remember the, the author's name. But uh, Wu Li is like W-U-L-I. Oh, is it a Chinese? It's, it's a Chinese term. Okay. And the book actually brings the, the basics of quantum physics to an elementary elementary level where common people like me can understand it. And it changed my life because it helped me to realize that the the universe does not function like I think it should. Mm. Mm. And uh, so the, um, the onward progress of our evolving beingness as humans is entering a stage it has never experienced before. Right. And we have the choice today because of our advanced knowledge and and experience and our science and uh, intuition and all that goes into making us human, we have the choice and the capacity to decide whether we're going to cooperate with the evolution process or just let it happen to us. Mm In the past, we didn't have that choice because we didn't couldn't understand it. Now, when you use the word evolution, and I know you did distinguish it from that Darwinian type of idea that we have from our school days, when you speak about evolution, you're not talking about the physical body adapting somehow to change. You're talking about consciousness adapting. Am I right in assuming? Pretty much so. Yeah. I think that uh, evolution itself makes sh- radical shifts. Mm-hmm. periodically throughout right. the ages. Right. And um, I don't know, maybe 500 years ago, a little longer, mm-hmm. there seems to have been a shift towards the evolution of consciousness mm-hmm. more than the physicality. Right. I think, I think there's still some physical evolution going on, yeah. but it's not very obvious. But, yeah, because in general terms, we've always had two arms, two legs, right. and a head, and, and in that's that sense... That's not going to change, I yeah, don't think. Yeah, that's not going to change, <laughs> yes. Now, we, we started off, and before the break, we talked about how people were experiencing this change and whether to be afraid of it or not. And you're, what you're saying, by way of reassuring people, is that this is a, a cyclic thing we're going through. This is a normal thing. It appears chaotic, 
but there is some structure to it that will unfold as time goes on. Very nicely stated. Is that, yeah. I just yeah. wanted to be sure that, that our listeners and our viewers would have understood what it is that you're saying. And I like that possibility because otherwise, the only, well, the only other possibility is to be in fear about it. Mm-hmm. What's happening to the world? What's, what's going on? And when you don't have that sense of control, then you, there's chaos. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So if we could turn this conversation back to uh, a question a few minutes ago. What's, um, what's happening right now, as I observe and attempt to participate in it, is that um, we're, we're coming to a divergence of what used to work, mm-hmm. and we're reaching for an understanding of what's going to work. Now, we don't know for sure what's going to work, but we have ideas and we have suspicions yeah. and we have some examples. And yeah. uh, and this is the area that I find so fascinating is that community and business are coming closer and closer together. Right. See, in our traditions, we've always had the divergence between mm-hmm. business and spirituality, between the divine and the human, mm-hmm. between the sacred and the mundane. All of those distinctions are disappearing into a, an integrated wholeness that we're being invited into in which it won't work any longer to keep those divisions going. Wow, that's a beautiful note on which to draw to a close. Now, when you use the word invited into, I'd like to invite people to get in contact with Daryl. Daryl also, as you hear, is really embracing this change and is looking and feeling and working his way in this great dance. So if people want to get in touch with you, Daryl, and to stay in touch with your exploration into the consciousness of the new paradigm, how do they get in touch with you? Well, I live over on a street about... We, I guess that wasn't what you had in mind. No, we, because we have listeners, you see, the world's getting smaller and smaller in this time of change. And we have listeners in Israel and Australia and New Zealand, in Hong Kong, all over the world. I understand. Yeah. Well, um, my new website is, is called Evolutionary Leadership Exchange. Wow. Dot com. Dot com. Evolutionary Leadership Exchange dot com. And I'd add just one more explanation to that. The leadership that I propose and work with cuts across any traditional descriptions of what leadership means. So yes, business leaders, religious leaders, political leaders, household leaders, the the dynamics are the same no matter where they're applied. If you understand them, It changes everything. We look forward to that so immensely. And we are so grateful to have you come in today and speak to us about that. My pleasure. You've been listening to Ahanu and to Daryl Oaks. We will be with you again on the Honest to God series next week. Until then, thank you and bye-bye. You have been listening to Angale Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.